Hello, everyone. This is Joseph Robert Buckley, and I want to introduce you to my new podcast, The Man with No Brain. If you're listening on our main channel, Malevolent Movies, or on my cousin's podcast channel, Let Me Tell You About, then you should hop on over to The Man with No Brain YouTube channel. We've got the first four episodes of this podcast already up, and that is where we'll be uploading new episodes from now on. Please enjoy, and make sure to subscribe to our channels for more episodes of Malevolent Movies and The Man With No Brain. Oh, and, uh, fuck you, Ryan. One is a grown man with an encyclopedic knowledge of cinema. The other, a man-child raised by the more questionable corners of the internet. What happens when they each dive into something the other one loves? Find out on... The Man With No Brain! Ryan, we're ready whenever okay. you are. Yeah, we're ready. <laughs> I, so I'm sorry. I I am ready when you are. Joe is never ready. I'm completely ready. All right, all right, Joe. All right, everybody. Uh, welcome to episode number four of The Man with No Brain, a podcast where I try to find uh, some sort, uh, some semblance of relatability with a guy that's got a brain pan like the end of the world. My name is Ryan Matthew Ziegler, and I'm joined as always by the man with no brain himself. I mean, Mr. Impatient, <laughs> Interrupted, Motherfucking Joe Robert I, Buckley. What? How you doing, Joe Bob? No, I, I'm i doing extremely well. I don't mean to interrupt. It's just that with the Wi-Fi, I, I don't, under, I don't know. Wi-Fi? I don't know what's going on, but I'm here. What yeah, the, the hell does Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi have to do with you just waiting one uh, second for the introduction to be over so you can come in professionally? <laughs> I think what he meant, Ryan, is that his brain is like dial-up internet, and, you, and you're cruising like one Absolutely gigabyte broadband. Not. No, no, I am like those cool fiber optic cables that they like put underneath the ground, so that way you can play Counter Strike faster. That explains why oftentimes Joe, in the middle of a sentence, will just stand there and stare straight ahead and piss his pants a little bit. It's because somebody picked up the phone. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> no, no, no! Listen, I, I arrived at the director's house today, and you know what? He was in the middle of pissing, so I waited a second. And when I arrived at the door, there was a small splash of urine on the front of his pants. God damn you, Joe. Ah, now he, I got you! He's not wrong. Well, were they, he's here, not wrong. Here's the thing. Were they khakis? No, just like a jeans kind of, oh. like brown well, jeans. Yeah, yeah they're, they're khakis. I mean, they're like a light blue khaki. All right, well, see, that's the thing, Joe. I mean, the, every what? time, I'm going to tell you this, and I'm no scientist, you know, so okay. you can take this with a grain of salt. However, I still stand by what I'm about to say. Every okay. time a man, whether it's a toilet or it's a urinal, goes to the bathroom, Takes a piss, they're splash bath. I mean, I can agree with that to a certain extent. And you don't notice it when they're wearing jeans or a darker pant. But if they've got a light color pant and it's a khaki material, that's going to show up. Well, here's what I do. Whenever I'm in a public bathroom and I have to use a urinal, normally I like to sit down on the toilet. But if I have to use a urinal to pee, I pull my pants all the way down and then I make sure to spread my ass. Mm-hmm. So that way other people are intimidated and don't use the urinals next to me. And that way I don't get any urine on my jeans. That doesn't explain how you showed up with shit caked on the back of your pants. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's M- I sat on M&M's. I sat on M&M's. The thing about Joe, though, is if he shows up with pants with shit on them, it might not be Joe's shit. Because I know the Buckleys have like a communal pant that they share amongst each other. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, 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 no. Actually, I did accidentally wear my dad's pants like a week ago, and I found $120 in it that I just lost, so I gave that back to him. Good. Well, yeah. I'm glad you gave it back to him, Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not no money thief. His money is your money, 
because everything you own, it comes from him and his hard work. The sweat of his brow. Absolutely not. I have DVDs I bought with my own money. I bought magic cards. He won't allow me to buy magic cards with his money. That's my money. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Smartest parenting decision he's made yet. (laughs) No, he did not say, Joe, you cannot spend my money on Eldrazi's. You have to get your own. I take that back. The smartest parenting decision he ever made was after you came out and, you know, lived for a while. And he was like, eh, maybe we'll give it another try. He just started dumping his seed down the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) He had a couple more. Those were the best parenting decisions. He hedged his bets on that one. Well, no, he had my brother and sister, and then by that time, I was like six years old, and he could see how I was going to turn out, and that way he just started like throwing all his cum out the window. (laughs) That's an awful thing to call your mom's vagina. I do not call my mom's vagina the window. (laughs) Is that what you mean, Joe, when when, when I message you, when when I know you're bummed out, and you say, it's okay, I'm just looking out the window. No! Absolutely not. Just staring at your mom's coochie to make you feel better? I do not say I'm looking at grass on the window. I'm, that means I'm looking at birds. Okay, so... Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, uh, uh, I did actually take a caffeine pill before I came here today, so I, I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm moving. I will say, yeah, I woke up, because uh, we're recording this, it's a little bit after 10 in the morning. It's early. Uh, and I, when I got up, I got up like uh, about 8.45. And I was, I was waiting for the message that we were going to start later. Because <laughs> yeah, Joe, yeah, yeah. I, I would have put money on Absolutely it. I would have put not. old money on that. Absolutely. Well, you would have lost. Uh, I, I'm, I'm proud a, of you, for, Joe. You're on time. I'm a professional. I am a yeah, professional you're, broadcaster. You're prepared by taking a caffeine pill. So here's the thing. Before we get uh, too deep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wanted to ask you about uh, – uh, I want a rough uh, – uh, I want – what? Hello? No, I'm yeah, here. Oh, no. We're here. Yeah, okay. Okay. Because it's a weird noise. I don't know if that was just Joe trying to breathe. I, I moved my It was seat. him I trying to fart. interrupt you again. Oh, okay. Well, here's Joe. I just want a rough – sketch of what your daily schedule at this point is right now yeah yeah so i can give you that it's 10 something in the morning normally you are you normally up at this time on a yeah, weekday yeah normally i am because i started waking up like around 2 to 3 a.m so, so you I, get, <laughs> yeah i just normally kind of pass out like around maybe noonish maybe one all right so we're gonna start with that so your day begins at noon no, no, no my day begins like around like 2 a.m. Because I'll wake up around 2. I'll okay, pass oh, yeah, out. Okay, yeah, right, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You're, so you wake up at 2 in the morning. That's the beginning of your day. I do, yeah. And you go and you go to bed around noon. Yeah, I can say that's about so accurate. You're, so you're saying your normal day, your normal 24-hour period of life, you're only awake for 10 hours. I mean, listen, with all this virus <laughs> shit going around, why would you even be up longer than that? You might catch it. You might catch it. So what do you occupy your 10 hours with do you have any sort of personal schedule like the first half hour no you get up no no what is your what is when you open your crusty fucking eyes at 2 a.m and you're like carpe diem (laughs) yeah uh, seize the day what is the what do you do what is the first thing you do i'll normally go to my mini fridge uh i'll take a swig of uh mountain dew that i put uv blue vodka in because i wanted to get rid of the bottle in my fridge so you know wake myself up uh get ready to start my day I'll I'll turn on my computer screen and my PC's just been running the entire day. I never turn it off. And I'll browse a little bit on the internet. I'll see what's been going on, see what Reddit's saying, see what the old Discord wants to say. Okay, so those are your your fr- so <laughs> a lot of people get up, you know, maybe they check their email, they they read the newspaper, maybe they see what's going on in the world. Your go-to is I gotta check the Reddit. Well, yeah, gotta yeah, check yeah. the Discord. I, I want to make sure. I want to see what's happening with David Lynch. I mean, gotta that's see the what my new opinions are. No. <laughs> Got to fill this empty skull of mine. Absolutely with other not. Other people's opinions, no, other man no. children opinions. Absolutely not. No, I'll turn. Uh, I'll turn on my torrent 
or and then maybe just start like downloading some things. Uh, I'll start playing some video games. I'll start maybe watching a movie, watching a TV show or something. Then rewatching Twin Peaks. You're rewatching Twin Peaks again? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've only watched The Return once, so I wanted to rewatch the whole old series to watch the new one. And so at, at some point, I imagine you feed during those few hours. Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I go up to the freezer upstairs and I get myself a nice bag of uh, frozen, fully cooked chicken and I pop that in the microwave for about three minutes and I go to town on that baby. So you you microwave your frozen, are they chicken fingers type of thing? Tenders? Uh, yeah, chicken fingers, chicken tenders, chicken them? patties. Yeah, micro. Oh. oh yeah, yeah, they're fully cooked so you don't have to put them yeah. in, the, in the oven. Are they breaded? Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. going to be soggy. Yeah, yeah, they Why are Why don't you put them in the, in the oven? That's it. I don't like cooking. I hate cooking so much. That's not even cooking, Joe. <laughs> it is it's cooking. Just eating it up. You, you turn or not, put them I on a tray to, and throw them I in there. I have to wait. That That's an additional 20 minutes before I can eat. If I pop them in the oven, I will not do that. I refuse. <sighs> Microwave for me. Why don't, why don't you put them in the oven, go run in the shower, and then when mm. you're done, you, you're out and you're eating. Well, you're eating your breakfast at fucking 3.30 a.m. <laughs> a breakfast of chicken fingers. You know, I haven't really considered that. Maybe I will start doing that then. Here's well, another, I was looking. Yeah. Well, here's another thing I was going to suggest. When okay. you have money income coming back, when you return to the theater and start working again and you have more money, maybe invest in an air fryer. Mm. Then you, you, can, mean, yeah. you can have that plugged in downstairs. In just basement. constantly running? And no, kind of, no, you, it's an appliance. You plug it oh. in and you use it when you want to, and the air fryer is going to cook yeah. those tendies a lot quicker. Mm. If it's a little bit healthier for you, I know it's. Uh, I don't know if it's yeah. healthier. For, I mean, the food. <laughs> it's healthier for you, Joe. It's already cooked. Yeah, but you're not deep frying it. Well, no, you weren't going to deep fry it anyway. I'm saying the no, nutritional true. the nutritional balance is the same whether you microwave those goddamn things or you put it in yeah. the air fryer. <laughs> I, I suppose I'm, you're right, Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it's going to take less time. You don't preheat anything. You just pop them in there, turn the knob. It's, it's, it's yeah. like. It's one of the most simple uh, apl- cooking appliances there are. Oh, I was looking into getting a grilled cheese maker just because I hate putting uh, turning on the stove on the fa- on the thing and then flipping my bread and shit. I just want to pop it in, make my grilled cheese, eat it. I'd make fun of you for that if I wasn't uh, in the market for a, a bratwurst cooker. <laughs> a Johnsonville mm-hmm. brat- bratwurst. Because I don't have a grill. I have a Forma grill, and I like bratwurst a lot. Hell yeah. Um, but with the Forma grill, I got to cut them into little small slices. And then I got to put those uh, on there. And it just, it, you know, it still works yeah, out well. Yeah, it takes up too much time. Uh, but there is a machine that a Johnsonville makes where you actually, it's shaped like the bratwurst. You just put them in there, oh. almost like a panini maker. And, I want to get a car shaped like a bratwurst. And yeah, but they're really expensive. So believe yeah. it or not, for yeah, some no. reason, that fucking sausage <laughs> yeah, machine yeah. is hundreds <laughs> of dollars. Yeah. It's fairly yeah. expensive. After the nuclear holocaust, our currency is just going to be in brat and bratwurst machines. Yeah, well, like paper currency, uh, whether it's bratwurst or not, you're not going to have any. Yeah. So. I have some. I have you'll some currency. To, you'll be going up to Papa Buckley, sausage bumpy for sausage for Bobby. I, and he'll pull out a, a smashed wet raw bratwurst <laughs> out of his back pocket and hand it to you. Can I buy a Don't cheese syringe? Don't it all in one place, Joe. <laughs> yeah, I'll cut up. The, huh? Can I buy a cheese syringe? It's a syringe that you can just inject cheese in the hamburgers and such. You'll probably do that yourself. There is meat flavor injectors. I know Dan Aykroyd at one point was pimping one pretty hard. He was a, he had, he was a spokesperson for one. I used to hear it on the radio all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he d- believes in aliens. Well, so that's all I know yeah, about it. I mean, he would do it as his Blues Brothers character. But mm. All right. So this week, uh, the assignment was... Uh, <laughs> nice, nice segue there. Well, Joe just... Segway Buckley. Yeah, no! I do not ride around like a Segway like Paul Blart. 
Blah, blah. Yeah, what? What? <laughs> blah, blah. So this week we were, uh, we basically, uh, we looked back on our childhood vacations. We wrote some stuff down and we're going to tell you about it, people. What more do you want? Yeah, I want to get, uh, I want to dive deeper into Joe Buckley's childhood because I feel like I've learned a lot over the years about him as a, uh, adult necessarily adult uh you know on the scientific scale he's above 18 i'm a man i'm a man damn it i I wanted to find out more about his childhood oh i have a fun one what created joe buckley uh that we know today and i figured well even though it's you know strange times right now and there's going to be a lot less traveling and vacations this summer than previous summers obviously but i you know, it's getting warm out. I kind of want to think about uh, vacations and childhood vacations. So. Yeah, I mean, my upcoming vacation is I'm going to go to the Starved Rock Park and just throw rocks at the squirrels. Have you been Have you been to Starved Rock? I, I have went. you and I gone there at any point? I can't remember if we went for a shoot or something. I know I've been there for a shoot. Joe like, was once there when I was shooting a commercial for Starved Rock Lodge. Uh, okay. He was not in it, but it, uh, Sarah, no. Sarah was in it. Yeah, and yeah, Joe yeah. was oh, there to just right. be screaming off camera. <laughs> well, I had to that's give her right. motivation she wanted. She said, I wasn't yeah. Sure if, I wasn't sure if you'd come out to any of those uh, rock star competitions that we have locally that no, Sean would no. MC and I did one or two. I would have gone. I missed that. I didn't know that was happening. Anyways, <laughs> I'm sure you were informed about it. But anyway, Joe well, I don't know. I don't know. I forget So I'm going to start with you. Okay. Let's start with you. All, All right. right. Uh, do you, did you, did the Buckley family go on many uh, summer vacations growing up? So every single year we would go to this small amusement park called uh, Indiana Beach. You live in Indiana now. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, actually, I'm on the edge. I'm on the border of Indiana and Kentucky, but I, I've, oh, okay. I've heard of Indiana Beach. Yeah. Isn't yeah, yeah, Indiana yeah. Beach the commercial that says uh, Indiana has more than corn? Yes. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I am familiar. I haven't been. Yeah, I, as, a, as like a teenager, I always imagined that it would be the cartoon like Crow. And he's, he says there's more than porn in Indiana and he's holding up a laptop with X's on it. That'd be funny. That's what you thought at, at what age? Uh, probably 18, 19, maybe 23. But, no, but <laughs> that was two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the difference. I don't know. So I, but as a kid, you so you went to Indiana Beach all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every single year. Yeah, that was our big vacation. How many days would you spend there? Only three. We had three day vacations. And I assume you drove there. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, a nice four-hour car ride with the brother and sister. We'd be poking at each other in the back seat. Ugh. Yeah, uh, why? Why? Not sexually, but aggressively. I'd be punching my sister. So uh, paint a picture for me. What was, you know, and you can pick whatever age that makes the most sense since you did this every year. Yeah. Paint a picture of the, the car ride uh, from from your guys' humble <laughs> abode in Grand Ridge, Illinois, to yep, down to Indiana, Indiana Monticello, Beach. Indiana, Monticello, Indiana. All right, so we uh, in a picture of what what the what the car ride was like. What, were you, did you stop for snacks? Oh was yeah, there arguing. What did you bring along? <laughs> a lot to, of fighting. Uh, by your mind, your mind during that time. Well, you know, as a child, I was never allowed to have a nice video game like console, so I was stuck with like an original Game Boy in like 2003. Oh yeah, like it's only 10 years out of date, so I would have to try to like put it up to the window for sunlight to shine on it, so I could see the screen. And I'd just be trying to play my like Pokemon and Tetris and all that shit. But the, okay, yeah, but then my brother, my brother would go and bat me outside the ear, and the guy'd have to go poke him three times in the side, and then my dad would be yelling at us to knock it off, or we're not. Going to Indiana Beach. So, and what would your sister do during this time? She'd normally be crying. She was a big crybaby. So, so she's so 
the 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 patriarch and the matriarch of the Buckley uh, dynasty. They're in the front seat driving. Did you guys have like a minivan or a car? Uh, at different points, we had different vehicles because we always buy cheap used vehicles. So we would only have a vehicle for about a year or two okay. before it would crap out. So we had a bunch of different cars at so, different points. So they're driving. You guys are in the back seat. You're trying to play. Yeah, a, we're poking at each you're other. You're trying to play your Game Boy. Yeah. Your brother's hitting you in the head. Yeah, your sister's yeah, crying. Yeah. And I got to deal with that for four hours. Your dad's getting angry. <laughs> I'm sure he's chain smoking. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He smoked in the car with the kids. That's fine. They both did. Did you guys? So it was a four hour. I imagine at some point uh, you stopped for fuel. Stopped to make at least pee-pees. once. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did you ever? Was there a snack situation? Did you guys pack like a cooler for the drive? Or yeah, we would have like uh, salt water taffy and beef jerky. That's always good. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? My brother was always the aggressor. I was, I was trying to be an innocent child, and then he would go and smack me upside the head or something, and then I'd have to give him a side punch. So what? And then I'm, I'm the villain because I'm the old one. Yeah. Well. So. Exactly. It's horrible. Was there ever any time where? You guys thought maybe you would change things up and maybe go uh, to a different, a different destination for vacation, or no, is it always no, we just, never did everybody that. loved Indiana Beach and you wanted to do Indiana Beach every year? Yeah, I mean that was the old reliable one. I mean we did go on some other vacations, but Indiana Beach was like the one we would go to every year. Now are there rides there? Oh I yeah, yeah. it's an amusement park, right? Yeah, there's like a couple big wooden coasters. There's a couple little steel ones. There's like a bunch of ones. Like basically, as as a teenager, I was still scared of the roller coasters, so I would just go on the rides that go in circles. I like those. Now, but Wait, now, hold on, you... se- hold on a second. Uh, sorry, Ryan. Joe, were you actually afraid of the roller coasters, or were you afraid of going up to the attendant at the roller coaster and him telling you that you're too big for the ride? <laughs> that that happened once at a Six Flag. Are you Flags. serious? Yeah, that did happen oh, once at Six Flags. <laughs> and I had to go to the back of the line and wait for my friends to get off the roller coaster oh. that I was not allowed to go on. But I'm crying, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a strap situation. The strap was too big around my belly. I couldn't snap it tight. I tell you, I tell you, a couple of years ago, and, and why I totally believe, not that I wouldn't believe you anyway, but I totally believe that story because a couple of years ago, maybe 2013, 2014, I went to Six Flags Great America with a girl I was dating at the time. Mm, and, you get it in? <laughs> I imagine. You and, get lucky. Cool. <laughs> I mean, that's usually what adults do in relationships. But the oh, point okay. of my story is okay. there was a couple, a man and a woman, and they were very robust. They were very large. And mm. they I don't th- I don't think they tested them the chair on the way in or anything. You know, sometimes no, they've got no. that chair. They out do, they front. do. A lot of the big ones have a chair out. In the in the lobby area of the roller coaster, but while we were waiting in line, the woman in particular they could not get the shoulder bar, you know, the yeah. over the shoulder that they could not yeah. get it down. And there's like these high school kids doing the summer job, just they're, laughing at them. No, they're just trying to get it down. I mean, they're pushing, and she's like, ah, ah, no, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. <laughs> well, and maybe I'm you like, shouldn't go on the coaster, then, lady. And I remember, you know, nobody was overtly laughing. People were still snickering, you know, maybe filming polite. with their cell phone cameras. But it it was like a whole thing. Like it was taking forever. And then like they had to call a manager over and they were having yeah. like a huddle <laughs> discussing whether yeah, they're like, yeah, going to yeah. keep trying. Or they had they the, car, gonna... the fire department had to cut her out of the ride. Well, they what they ended up doing was the, they told the woman she couldn't ride. And so she got out with her boyfriend. He was like, eh, I mean, I'm yeah, fine. I'll stay on. So he stayed on the ride. He went. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I'll never well, forget sh- that. Yeah. What a- they, interesting, done, they just the- tied like a big rope around her. Interesting development here. Uh, 
since the Buckley family has stopped going to Indiana Beach, it is, it is permanently closed. closed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Well, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you look up the website, it just says Indiana Beach Amusement and Water Park Resort Buckley's permanently closed. Oh. No, Joe, I think your family was keeping it open. Yeah, I mean, I think when you so. went, did you have the whole clan, all 500 of you? We no, only five of us. Uh, sometimes our grandma and aunt, but then she got too old and had to stop going. Well, that, we were afraid she might bust a hip or something near the carp. Well, that brings up that brings up an idea. So there are several different kinds of families that go to these amusement parks, and granted, I, I'm it, it's incredibly expensive to eat at any amusement park, any sort of thing, whether amusement park or ballpark, whatever. Of course, absolutely, food is a very expensive thing. So there are those families that you'd be at the park and you'd see that they were. They brought in their food because a lot of places will Ham allow sandwiches that. and stuff. And you'd, you'd be walking by with your big, ridiculous, you know, corn dog and fifty dollars. You just feel bad for him. Yeah. And you see this kid having to eat a fucking, you know, a bologna sandwich. His, yeah, his <laughs> mouth is just watering, looking at other people's cotton candy and cheese fries and stuff. So were, were the Buckley those kind of raw dogs? Did you guys bring in your own food, or did you actually uh, purchase this? No, there? no. Luckily, for the most part, we did get to eat at the actual uh, amusement park because uh, Indiana Beach is kind of more of a budget amusement park anyway. You can get in for like maybe forty bucks or a pass or whatever. So okay, the food wasn't that bad. Okay, actually, uh, there I would basically eat nothing but funnel cakes and Dippin' Dots because you couldn't get them anywhere else. Well, you got to stock up. If you're only going once a year. You got to get your fill. Absolutely. Well, funnel cakes. You can get funnel cakes at almost all the fairs around the Illinois. Now. I did not realize that as a child. No. And your parents wanted no. your parents didn't want you to know about festivals. They didn't want you to know that fairs <laughs> existed. Not. They want because they didn't want to take you. They're like, you know what? We yeah, yeah. We, they would have to. They would have to shout some more money to take Bubby to the the uh, <laughs> carnival. We take that lumpy son of a bitch to the fucking Indiana Beach every year. Yeah, once that's a year, enough. that's enough for him. He gets to stay in the basement otherwise. <laughs> So yeah, uh, so basically, Indiana Beach is like on top of like a lake, and like there's just water surrounding the whole thing. So there's a section where basically a bunch of carp just like swim up to the front and like just go on top of each other because people feed them. Oh. And we would bring in just bags and bags of expired bread to throw at the carp. <laughs> oh, I like to yeah. think that the Buckley House, that you know, Indiana Beach was such a big deal that they saved loaves of bread throughout the calendar. Yeah, we just let them go bad. Yeah, no, we did. We <laughs> saved up bread. And well, and then you you killed off the entire fish supply <laughs> in the in that river, and so then that's why Indiana Beach closed because yeah, nobody close. was the going there. The anymore. only thing keeping it all around, fifty pound carp or whatever. Oh gosh, <laughs> these are some fat carp because of us. But yeah, I was looking at videos to kind of get a layout of the park again in my mind. And one like roller coaster reviewer says that the water there tastes like blood. Don't drink the water. Yeah, well, it's just um, full of iron. Yeah, I wouldn't drink the water. You mean just the water in general, or yeah, the water in general, oh. like the uh, tap water and like all that shit. Joe, would you take those the the bags from the loaves of bread and just dip it in the water, <laughs> tie it up, and take it home so you could suck on it? Later? I got a goldfish, mommy. I got a goldfish, <laughs> and I got twenty pound carp slapping its. <laughs> fins around in there yeah <laughs> no actually they weren't allowed you know, they had very strict rules from papa buckley to keep the bags because that was their only source of uh, birth control at that time <laughs> yeah 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 big oversized condoms <laughs> Gotta wrap yeah. it in a subway bag <laughs> oh yeah well yeah they were they were i guess the yeah, they were are christians i guess so technically they're not supposed to use birth control yeah. so that might be it but uh but a wonder bread bag yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a Christian, and my form of birth birth control is I just I wipe Your the face. cum on my hand like on my pillow. Yeah, that's uh, birth control. Gross. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna Your say fore Your forehead is birth control. No. Uh, as a kid, I would go up on the Ferris wheel and throw coins down at people. So, so, 
the, the, yeah. the, you would go on the Ferris wheel. Would you go by yourself yeah. then? Yeah, alone, alone. It's probably fun time on the Ferris wheel. And okay, because I was going to say, if you went with your parents, I'm sure they would have. No, they would not encourage you throwing coins at people. <laughs> not so much because that was going to hit people, but because you know they might get them thrown out of the park. No, that's good currency. The Buckley's need that currency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, just basically anything that was in my pocket whenever I got on top of that Ferris wheel was going out trying to hit someone, like a small child or an old lady. So, so coins and ID yeah, just card whatever. and <laughs> yeah, just yeah. <laughs> Joe yeah, Buckley just my ID comb, card. my precious comb. Now, so were you guys when you got to Indiana Beach? Did you guys ever separate, or was it a family unit? Like, you yeah, know, no, you'd we, all we, go to as, everything together. Yeah, as we got older, we would definitely separate because I didn't want to be around my parents because I was a cool teen and they were <laughs> bumming my groove. So, would you go off with your brother and sister, or would you just seriously? No, go I mostly like to be alone. Okay. Yeah, no, they were still too annoying for me to be around. Now, one year, uh, they went on the last ride on one of those wooden coasters of the night, and the thing got stuck on top. And so, basically, they were up there for probably an hour and a half. It started raining, and then it got dark, so you couldn't see anything. And then they just had firemen go up there and, like, lead them all down the catwalk because they couldn't fix the ride to get it to go back down in the station. <laughs> so, er so, yeah, yeah. Earlier, you mentioned that roller coaster you were scared of roller coasters i was very scared yeah at a younger age well no also as a teenager i was probably about 16 and then i finally went on the smallest roller coaster they had at indiana beach which is like the galaxy or something mm -hmm. and it's got two hills and it goes down and after i rode that i was brave enough to go on the other coasters i got courage so do you like roller coasters now yeah i do like them now i really like them now but i was scared of them whenever i was like a teen because i thought the things would just fall over or whatever hey joe who who was stuck on the coaster my brother and sister okay uh i don't know if this lines up or not maybe uh what, what, you got. what year was it Ooh, i'd like to say between like maybe 2008 to 2012 i don't know <laughs> well there's there's one from five or yeah five years ago yeah, we uh, would have been there. Uh, da, 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 da. The fire department in Monticello says it got a call shortly before 7.30 p.m. Monday that riders were trapped on the Steel Hog roller coaster <laughs> at Indiana Beach Amusement Park. No, no, unfortunately that wasn't it. Oh, okay. Because uh, it says authorities say two adults, a 15-year-old girl, which could be could like, your been. sister's age. Yeah. It, it was close. It was close. But they were stuck on either the Cornball Express or the Hoosier Hurricane. Are those the actual <laughs> Yeah, those guys. are the names of the coasters. Oh, my God. I stand yeah. by that. I stand yeah. by that. The, the steel, steel hog. hog. <laughs> the steel hog was, it's actually for like a half a year, it was like the steepest coaster in existence because it, it has like an inverted drop where it goes like slightly upside down. And somebody else built a slightly steeper one and beat it. But... So all, all the corn dogs come sliding yeah, out of your, your gullet, pockets, and then when you get to glasses. the bottom, they lay right back in your mouth. Yep. <laughs> oh, your your uh, big gulp sodas that you brought on there where I just completely tip over and spill on the person behind you. <laughs> So, yeah. do you, is there any particular memory other than obviously your brother and sister getting stuck on one of the roller coasters? Are there any uh, memories that stick out through any of your excursions, be it the commute there, the commute back, or an actual event, maybe something at the hotel, maybe something? Oh. At, is there anything that uh, sticks out in particular in event? I, I, for some reason, I remember that one time they were playing the Beatles song "I Want to Hold Your Hand" over the loudspeaker. So I grabbed onto my brother's hand and just started singing it. <sighs> So th is that your yeah. favorite memory? No, it's not my favorite memory. It's just something embarrassing I remember. <laughs> well, any, anything else notable ever happened uh, during those vacations? Um, I mean, it was just, it, for the most part, the park was just kind of like same old, same old. It was very small and very empty. So the good thing is you could go on like one of those big wooden coasters, jump off it, 
uh, jump over the exit line and get right back on it before the next train even left. Oh. There, there was that few of lines, so it was nice. Did they have any sort of fast pass situation? No, you didn't need one. So, I mean, there was nobody in this park. It was kind of a shithole, but I like the rides, so that's yeah. good enough for me. Now, now that Indiana Beach, now that we found out that Indiana Beach is closed, uh, maybe forever. Do you yeah, have any? It's very des- sad. Do you have any desire once everything opens up? Maybe, maybe shit, maybe next summer at this point. But uh, any desire to go to another theme park? I would love to go to Six Flags again. That's a fun one. Um, there, there's one around here. Um, well, not around here. I mean, it's still a, a drive, maybe an hour, but it's called uh, Holiday World, which always makes me laugh because that's the most generic name for a park. Yeah, that is bad. But it's called Holiday World, and it's a smaller park. But it has the reason it's called Holiday World is it's divided in sections for holidays. So there's an October, there's a Halloween section, yeah. a November it's, Thanksgiving one. That'd be cool. Uh, there is a Thanksgiving section. There's, <laughs> what, there's a Chris- just a bunch of Native American blood all over the ground. <laughs> there's a bunch yeah, of it's nice of them. Uh, there's, I mean, there's one for a lot of the a lot of the holidays. So and then the rides are themed for that, and the snacks are themed for that. But what's cool uh, about Holiday World and what you'll appreciate, Joe? Okay. Is there are stations throughout the park uh, where you can just sit down and not have to walk anymore? No, but that's free soda. <gasps> Absolutely free. Like you well, don't this... have to pay for drinks there. Okay, let me tell you a little story of uh, Six Flags, a Joe Buckley free soda experience. So they got they got these big cups that you can buy for like twenty five dollars and then refill all day. But what they don't want you to know is that sometimes people throw these cups away in the garbage, and if you just put your hand in there, get a mm. fresh cup. And rinse it out a little bit with some water. You can have free soda all day without paying their disgustingly inflated prices. Now, would you do that, Joe? Is that something I did that, that. You would... I did that. I'll admit to that. <laughs> Thrift store Buckley. So yeah. maybe someday, uh, Joe, you could come up with uh, advice for people that are that are furloughed and people that are struggling <laughs> with bills uh, for layoffs right now. How they can make stretch their dollar. <laughs> and how they I got can some good tips. Pennies. I got some good tips. Here, Real let up. me tell you. Uh, at a convention, sometimes they have, like, hot dog stands with, like, free, like, relishes and mustards and stuff. And sometimes they have, like, whole pickles, and you can just go right over there, steal the pickles, and walk away. Because that's free concessions. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't I think have to I buy told... a hot dog or nothing. I Wait a second. To- Wait a second. You. That reminds me. Uh, Joe, you just went to C2E2, or, or you, you went to the one this yeah, year, Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Joe was at C2E2, uh, this past C2E2 in Chicago, and Nick and Sarah called to tell me that they bumped into him, and he was in the midst of stealing pickles from the hot dog cart. He wasn't <laughs> buying the hot dogs, he was just eating the fucking pickles. That's absolutely true. I am disgusted with convention uh, food vendors. They are disgustingly overpriced. They have people trapped mm. in a giant building you can't get out easily. Fuck them, fuck them up their fat capitalist asses steal from them it's funny you say all that stuff joe but you're the king of trying you, you want to rip off and steal people all the time steal from people you just said one of the first things you do oh, yeah, is when like, you get up and you start torrenting yeah yeah what well, well, i'm supposed to try to find twilight of the cockroaches for well part of the reason things are so expensive is people have to you know there's a big markup they got to make their their nut and you're not helping things oh, prices yeah. aren't going to go down with you stealing yeah those poor poor union busters fuck them <laughs> Union buster. Yeah. Is your dad in the union? He Joe? is. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is you hear him talk about it much? No. No. Not Growing really. Up? No. That's my own view. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure well researched. That's well, my I... own view. Yeah. <laughs> Joe. But Joe's been watched like, five minutes of Norma Ray, and now he thinks he knows everything about unions. <laughs> I was just watching. They shoot horses, don't they? That's a nice yeah, reference. I, yeah, I like That's it. A nice reference. I like it. I like Pulling it. that out of nowhere. Uh, one time we went to Six Flags uh, with my extended family, so like the other Buckleys came along, and like I wore jeans on like a hundred ten degree day. 
Um, and then I got too hot and almost passed out, and I had to go in the chili dog hut to cool down. <laughs> they just poured chili on top of your head. No, that's not that one cool you down. Chili's hot, Ryan. Well, for normal people, but a Buckley getting some chili sauce on their skin. I would just be salivating and letting out like sweat and liquid. Have you ever had heat stroke then? Is that the closest you've come to like that a heat would, stroke? Yeah, that would probably be about the closest. Uh, other people in my group thought I was being grouchy, but my fluids were just giving out. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure I'm sure the fluids that you had previously put in your body were cool, clear, clean water. I'm sure it was all real good hydrating maybe stuff. Maybe a little Mountain Dew. Maybe uh, maybe a little Code Red. Maybe maybe some, uh, yeah, some Red Bull or something. Now, and then on another Six Flags trip in grade school, I refused to go on the river raft because you get splashed by a waterfall. And you didn't want to get wet? Yeah, I did not want to get wet, so I, I did can't not go on, me that. on that. Here's the thing about water rides. Yeah. Only recently in my life, and I'm talking the last two or three years, have I gone on water rides at any of these parks. I'm a big fan of amusement parks. Last summer I went. I love coasters. Yeah, yeah last summer I went to two different one Kings Island uh, near Cincinnati, which I'd never been to before, and that was a great park. And then uh, we went to um, Cedar Point. Which is, you know, the huge. Mm. And they, yeah, 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 giant coaster. Yeah, that was great. I mean, you had to wait forever, man. That place. Was oh, it's a giant pain in the ass. Yeah, but, hour and a half long. Yeah, wait. they were they were long, but the rides were incredible. But I did, we did go. They have, you know, an entire water park section, and I did go. Yeah, the splish splash zone. on those, and uh, I enjoyed it. That was the first time in probably fifteen years that I've enjoyed a water ride. Because, yeah, I don't want well, yeah, to think... changing my clothes and putting on the water yes, shoes yeah, and all absolutely. that shit. I never wanted to, you know, deal with all that. Yeah, I think it's a giant pain in the ass. You've got your wallet and your phone in your pocket, so that's getting pissed yeah. on all over by God's dripping wet liquids. Yeah. And you're just supposed to sit there and take it? I say, fuck your log flumes. <laughs> but I have come around a little bit on it. So even though it doesn't look like it'll probably happen this year, Next summer, I am I am looking forward to doing another uh, water park kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, maybe if I go around in just shorts, I would be better equipped to deal with it. But with the jeans, those are never drying. You're going to walk around in soggy jeans for three hours. No, and I imagine if you take your jeans and go into the water, there's going to be various uh, things floating up out of the pants, crusts that are going to come loose and float to the top. There's going to be a lot of debris coming up your That That is so untrue. Be... That, no. <laughs> Old Pete. Oh, 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 oh. Um, whenever I was a horny kid, I would just go underwater and just kind of stare at women's butts in, like, their swimsuits. But, like, I, I'm sure it was just so clear that that's what I was doing because I would just be underwater, like, 30 inches from the top. Well, how the hell could you see, Joe? Because I opened my eyes underwater. Chlorine doesn't yeah. bother me. No, I mean because you weren't wearing glasses. No, I wasn't wearing glasses, but I, I'm sure I was close enough to the butts where I, that my far-sighted vision doesn't bother me that way. That's disgusting, Joe. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? is it uh is it splash that i'm thinking of i think it is where uh the kid drops coins and he looks under so he can go under the table and look up girls yeah. dresses <laughs> sorry i dropped my fork i gotta go take a look for it <laughs> there's a movie called mischief uh it's like an 80s comedy uh that's set in the 50s about high school comedy kind of thing and i remember there's a scene where this kid keeps dropping his pencil <laughs> so he can take a peek at this girl's underwear and he gets a boner. Mm. And at that moment, the teacher makes Calls him, him up, answer. Yeah. She makes him ask, answer a question and, and he tries to answer it. She's like, stand up. And he's got to stand up. Uh, you know, it's one of the big gags in the movie. Well, here's what you do. Here's what you do. If you're in high school and you have an awkward stiffy, you take your, your notebook and you just place it over your groin area whenever you stand up. And then you walk all the way to the front of the room with it. You draw on the chalkboard and then you go back to your seat. That's good advice. And, so anybody that's uh, planning on entering high school, if there's yeah, a, some Joe in Buckley session tips. school, there's a Joe Buckley tip for you, fellas. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. or women. Or women. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, uh, we did take one really big vacation one time. So basically, my dad decided that he wanted to spend more time with our family. So he decided to take us on a cross country trip to California so we could go to Disneyland. Really? You know, some people some people say it's America's favorite family fun park. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mom wanted to fly, but my dad insisted on driving. You know, I guess he wanted to bond with us or something. Yeah, because he doesn't get enough of you. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. It didn't really start out good because our car broke down. So uh, my dad had to buy the cheapest car he could find, which is it was like a wagon queen family truckster. This like old, ugly green car, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like basically, so we're driving along. Um, he accidentally takes like a turn into like a an inner city place. Joe. And they yeah, some people come over and steal our hubcaps. Joe. What? Hi. That was a movie. What? What do you mean? National Lampoon's Vacation. That didn't happen to you. That was a movie you watched. <laughs> I was not watching a movie that happened to me. No. No, no, no. We went to our hillbilly uh, kind of cousins. We I smoked you know, some pot. You know, if you would have started out this tale with you visiting hillbilly cousins and smoking pot, it would have been, taken me a little longer to catch mm. on to what you were doing because that's very, okay. that's very believable. The Buckley's, you know, going to some uh, – farm full of inbred buckleys but well, we we actually had to take our aunt because like basically her retirement home was along the way and she ended up like she had this awful dog named dinky that we had to drag along with her but we accidentally tied it to the back of the bumper and just went along with it now did you end up eating a sandwich with piss on it i did not i refused to the dog pissed on our sandwiches oh yeah yeah and what happened when you got to the park it was hopefully it wasn't closed no it was closed the whole time but my dad had bought a bb gun beforehand and he took a a fat security guard hostage wow that was one family vacation i'll never forget well whatever you could do hopefully the buckleys don't go to europe for another vacation that would just be i hope we do I have no idea what would happen then. Yeah, you know what they say about European women is they always take off their shirts. <laughs> I saw like three boobs on European vacation. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the first one I ever saw. It was European vacation. I didn't see the, I was going to see. The first well, I was going to do Christmas later. vacation eventually. And they, uh, first, and the guy realized that they don't actually go on vacation in that movie. No, the vacation is for everybody else. They come, like the family members go on Christmas vacation, come to their house. Oh, I see what happened. Did you see Vegas vacation? No, I didn't see that one. Eh, you know, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think there's like eight of those movies now, the Vacation Saga, the epic Skylander Saga. Well, there's uh, there's four of the originals, and then they did the kind of reboot sequel thing with Ed Helm uh, a couple years ago. I didn't see that one. Well, I know there's two direct-to-DVD ones, like Vegas Vacation 2 and Christmas Vacation 2 yeah, with Randy Quaid. Yeah, and I'm, yeah I'm not, I've seen Christmas Vacation 2, and I think we talked about that on one of the Clash of the Commentaries. Um but I've not, I didn't even know that there was a Vegas vacation, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, what kind of cool vacations did you go on? Uh, we, you know, growing up, we did quite a few. Uh, we would go to Six Flags. That was one we went to quite a bit. Um, yeah, we, yeah, Wisconsin yeah. It's a very Dells. fun park. Wisconsin Dells was a big one. I went to the Dells once, and I couldn't ride anything because we were shooting something there. So I was just looking at fun things to do, and then we had to go get shots instead of a teenager running. Didn't stop you from buying pounds and pounds of beef jerky. <laughs> I did buy some beef jerky, but that was to celebrate the film shoot, and I shared some with our production designer, Nicholas, and Tyler, the My director. heart's going on a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can Joe's I go a- in the pool, director? Can we get a shot of me in the pool? The only ride that Joe could ever have with his weight is his insulin spikes. <laughs> <laughs> or how about like a nice mustache ride? Oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> Your dad does have a mustache. He does. He does. He's a mustache man. We went to Wisconsin Dells a couple of a couple of times, but the big vacation, there was one huge vacation that we went on to. And that was Walt Disney World and Universal Studios in Orlando. Nice, nice, nice. And that was like the one we talked about that for years. I, I'm trying to think how I have to think for a second how old I was. I'm I I think I was around ten. I think I was 10 when we did that. And we drove. We we <laughs> borrowed my grandparents' van. My grandparents had a nice van. We borrowed that. And we drove. Uh, I remember we stopped in Atlanta during the drive. What's uh, in Atlanta? Atlanta? Is that like the arch? Um, not St. Louis. Oh, that's right. That is St. Louis. Atlanta, right. Well, Atlanta now is the new Hollywood. That's where Pinewood Studios has their, uh, their American studio. And that's where Walking Dead and all the Marvel films oh. are made. I mean, Atlanta right now is, is like the new Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, remember, I remember. We stopped in Atlanta. It took us. We didn't drive nonstop. We stopped. I remember and got a hotel at least once at some point during the drive. I hate driving so goddamn much. If I have to drive 10 minutes, I'm disgusted. So I don't oh, know how so, anyone can do 15 hours, 24 hours. Yeah, and I remember it was so hot. Ugh. It was so freaking hot. Yep, I don't yep. know if they didn't they didn't want to run the AC because it was a van. It takes I don't up know, too much you know. gas, Ryan. We can't put the <laughs> AC on. But I remember it was hot as hell. But and I remember Disney World was cool. You know, I was not in still this day. It's no secret. Everyone knows I'm not a big animation fan. So as such, I was never a big Disney fan. I no, wasn't a fan no. You say cartoons. fuck Oswald the Rabbit. And and so for me, I was more excited about Universal Studios. Yeah, I mean that one's definitely more geared towards like big kids. Like Walt Disney World's geared towards like little kids and like creeps who are like thirty. And I remember the Star Wars ride was cool. They had that Star Wars ride where it was, you know, it was a, a screen in front of you. And the ride would move and rock and back and forth. I don't know if they have a name for those kind of old virtual rides or whatever. Uh, but that was pretty cool. That was what I was most excited about as a kid. I, I think about, I saw I footage of that on YouTube. There's like a, a cool part where like Jar Jar's like, Misa seatbelt came off. Misa gonna right. die. <laughs> <laughs> this was, this was, do that again. Do, the, do your Jar Jar again. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's not terrible. Thank you. Uh, no, there was the, those. This is before the prequels came out. Mm, okay. Yeah, this would have I been. I can't around, remember a time before the prequels. Well, the I prequels were like my nine eleven, I think. But this would have been like nineteen ninety ninety one, I think, around there. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, it was ninety one. Yes, it was ninety one because my cousin was born. My youngest cousin was born that summer, and I remember. <laughs> Did you take him with called. you? No, we called. We. I don't know how. In, in thinking about it now, I don't know how we found out. Because it, there was the cell phone, there was no text message. Maybe you had like a like a car like cell phone or whatever, like you know those know. like big bulky things. We didn't, but now it come. I don't know if the, they were just expecting it to happen. But either way, I remember that's how I remember my cousin's birthday. How old he is? Because he was born in summer '91, and that's when we were at Disney World. So, uh, but the, like I said, the, the thing I was most excited about was Universal Studios, hey. movies and blah blah blah. Well, you got to go on your Jaws ride, right? Oh, uh, we didn't end up going on the Jaws ride. No? I don't know. I, well, I, I'm not sure if that's in Orlando or not. It, yeah, it could be in a different location. I don't know. Because there's one in Universal Hollywood, too. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, I I think there was a Back to the Future well, ride. I, I know the Jaws ride in particular is like notorious for breaking down. So I think they just had it shut down for years at one point, and I don't know. The the most memorable thing from that trip was a very embarrassing, horrifying thing that happened to me. Okay, so, okay. What happened? At, at the Universal Studios there, they had a, a section for Nickelodeon. And <laughs> the they gang? had they had reproductions or uh, of the uh, game shows at the time. Okay. You know, like Double Dare. Yeah, so yeah, So they yeah, had yeah. like a mini, not with Mark Summers. It wasn't televised. It was a, 
but they had like a mini version kind of of yeah, double dare. Yeah, they had Bob Larkers. Bob <laughs> Lark. And uh, so I, I remember everybody went in. You waited in line a long time, and I need to preface this. So actually, that morning we went to Universal Studios. I don't know. My dad talked to some of the guy. We got suckered into going to, uh, you know, timeshare meetings. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You get like a free stay at like a resort if you listen to three hours of garbage. I want to say that's probably we got discount tickets to Universal Studios. That's probably I want what to say is, that's yeah. probably why we did. But that morning, they had, we went to wherever this place was. Maybe it was at the hotel we were at. And there was a big buffet breakfast. So we had pancakes and all, all the stuff. And <laughs> chicken I remember, wings? Breakfast uh, chicken wings? They might have breakfast chicken sandwich. I don't, I don't remember exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I remember yeah, yeah. eating a lot of it. Oh, it was yeah. free and it's like, what the hell? Hell yeah. So we ate the food. My dad sat through the pitch. I don't know, whatever. Said, no, thank you. We ended up going to Universal Studios. Okay. And we're sitting there, and they looked for volunteers. Wherever yeah, this yeah. Nickelodeon game thing was, they needed kid volunteers. And me, you know, I was already doing plays and stuff at the time. Any any chance to get attention, I was all about it. So I put my yeah, hand up, and I probably up, raising did, your hand, yeah. I probably did some shtick or said some full, some bullshit. That I was chosen either way. Nice, I was chosen nice. amongst of like ten or eleven other kids. So they took us over across the, the floor, I guess, and sat us on some other bleachers, and we were going to play these games. I don't remember everything about the game. Uh, I do remember there was a game where you had to pass something very fast uh, amongst each other. But You got to try to shoot like a basketball and a hoop made of slime or something like that. Yeah, it was, and it was all sitting down. I think you did that, okay. and then they were – but right when we started sitting down, I was already kind of feeling a little sick. I was feeling a little rumble Uh-oh. in my stomach. You got some tumbly rumblies. Uh, I was feeling a little something, and then, and it was probably from that that yeah the buffet. He warmed over buffet food at the <laughs> yeah the heat lamp buffet. It got you. <laughs> it got you good. And so, and so we're sitting there, and we're playing this game, and immediately I start feeling nauseous. I start sweating. I start getting the gurgles. I'm not sure if I'm going to vomit or if I'm going to shit my shorts. Hey, it's better coming up than going out. That's what I say. And I remember having, at the, in retrospect, I realized I started to have a panic attack. At the time, I didn't know what the fuck it was. Hmm, but yeah. now I realize, since I've had more in my life, I was having beginnings of a panic attack because of the sickness I was feeling. Oh, okay. And, and the way my parents tell it is they could tell that my engagement uh, was quite a bit down as the games were progressing they could tell i was not yeah, as interested yeah, I, mean, you, I was becoming more pale you couldn't even tell the, him who was on the five dollar bill you thought that was blabe lincoln well blabe's not a real man's name ryan you blew it <laughs> you blew the contest and coming from illinois i should have known better absolutely i started getting more sick and it started to get very real i knew something was going to happen i was either going to rise up three or four inches or i was going to puke all over the head of the kid in front of me so <laughs> I remember I had to raise my hand, interrupt the fucking, and you have to understand this is in front of like yeah, probably a hundred people, or, fifty or not quite as much, but like fifty or sixty strangers, and I stopped the game dead in its tracks. And the MC is this guy; he's bipping and bobbing, and you could tell he was visibly annoyed. I remember his face dropping yeah, he's and being like, "Deal with kids every single day." Yep. What the fuck's wrong with this kid? And I, I stop and I'm like, I, I, need, I think I need to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I think I need to go to the bathroom. And so this, he, he waves over an assistant. And <laughs> a giant wo- security guard? <laughs> it's this big, sweaty dude comes over. No, it was a, I think it was a woman. Or, I don't That's know. good. I don't That's good. Those details. But they came over and they, she, they take me to the bathroom. Well, my parents, they're, like I said, they're on the other side watching. 
they all of a sudden see the game stop. They see me. They couldn't hear me, but they they see me talking to somebody. They see me let out. And in their mind, they're like, oh, Ryan just got chosen for something super cool. <laughs> He's get, he they're, won a Ferrari <laughs> at age 10. Yeah, they're thinking, oh, shit. You know, here's this big break. He's going to be in the next Monster Squad movie. Oh. But uh, in reality, I was taken to the bathroom and, man, I didn't vomit. But, man, I, I, I showed some business. <laughs> well, I showed some business yeah. to that. Uh, and it was funny. It was, it was not a public restroom. Oh, it was, so you <laughs> had a private shitter. It was like some employee toilet in the back, uh, where all the you know all the show folk, mm. you know, take their shits. Hey. I remember, it, and I sat I bet, there. And, uh, and Miranda Cosgrove probably made mud on that toilet. <laughs> some mud was That's made a star that day. toilet. And uh, so anyway, things progressed. I felt much better, um, but they wouldn't let me come back out there. No, you're not allowed. You're the duty kid now. You're now this yeah, the duty boy. Yeah, they wouldn't let shit boy go back out. Hey, and... Well, at least you didn't make Nickelodeon gack in your pants. <laughs> it could have been worse. But I had to wait till the game was over. And then once the game was over, they took me out. My parents were there, and they were all confused. And I had to tell them, well, I didn't feel good. And, and to this day, that story is one of the more popular stories amongst my family. We start talking about things. They're like, hey, remember that time Ryan got diarrhea uh, yeah. during the Nickelodeon I mean, if, game? If, if, if like a family can get one over on a small child, it makes them happier than anything else, happier than winning the lottery. They can just yeah. make a small child feel insignificant. That was That is probably, of all the vacations, I've had some great vacations, both um, you know, with my family and on my own. I went on a field, school field trip to Washington, D.C. Uh, in eighth grade, at the end of eighth grade. I forgot my underwear. I forgot to pack underwear. <laughs> I had one pair with me for like four days. Yeah, that was that sucked. That was embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, did you fall in love in like the on the field trip? No, no, no not at all. Nothing like that. No. Damn. Because yeah, sometimes whenever you get those teens together in a hotel room, things can progress. See, that was not the thing uh, for me. I was a bit of a late bloomer. Yeah. Uh, when it came to that sort of thing, I liked girls. I had many crushes, but as far as being able to speak to women and talk to girls and have any confidence, uh, that didn't start. Uh, that no, that didn't happen in high school either. I, uh, I was did. it uh, inverted penis? Is that the issue? No, it was just I was more. Uh, maybe Joe, you can relate to this. I was more interested in doing bits. Oh, sure. I was more sure. interested in talking about movies and being funny and and doing all that than I was trying to be the kind of dude that would get a girlfriend in high school. I did ask a girl at one time. Um, I, I worked up all my college. I remember my or all my courage. My very last class of that day, I remember, was a computer class, typing okay. class or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm. And I'm, pumping, I'm pumping my no. I was just like I saw. I knew what her routine was because her locker wasn't too far from mine. Um, so I put myself up. You could and just follow myself, her all day. She would never know. <laughs> and and I went up to her and I remember, um, I, I had pumped myself up with so much courage that there was nothing was going to stop me from doing this. Nothing. Not even her standing having a good conversation with her friend. I was going to interrupt that fucking conversation yeah. and ask her out. Yeah. And I. And I'd never asked a girl out before. And so I figured, well, the only thing, only thing I know about asking girls out, I learned from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And so <laughs> They always stay, <laughs> I get older, but they stay the same age. Not that part. Damn. But, and, and that's days of confused anyway. But um, no, there's a part in that movie where the guy asks a waitress out and he says, he orders his food. Or no, no, that, that's <laughs> part of the movie. The other part of the movie is when uh, Ratner, the character Ratner, asks out uh, Jennifer Jason Lee and he asks her for her phone number so he can 
call her and ask her out sometime. So he doesn't ask her out then. He yeah, asks hey, her for hey, a phone wait, number. You wait. I'd say, can, I, like, can I get your phone number? There, we got. I'm working with Comcast, and we're going to be servicing <laughs> your Wi-Fi in about 12 to 3 business days. So I'm going to need your phone number in order to know the address. So uh, we didn't have Wi-Fi then. I mean, the oh. fucking internet was still uh, Yeah, it was a distant odd, future. It was something that very few of us really understood at that point. And anyway, so I walk up to this girl, and she's talking to this other girl. And I say, excuse me. And I interrupt the fucking conversation with, with such bravado. And I'm like, hey, I was wondering uh, if I could get your phone number so I can call and ask you out sometime. Fucking verbatim from Fast Times at Ridgemont well, High. Well, she didn't see it. She, I'm sure she didn't see it. So that's oh, cool. I know she didn't see it. I, I used to have a Fast Times at Ridgemont High t-shirt. And everyone was like, oh, what movie is that? Um, but I asked her, and she turned and she said, well, actually, I've, I've got a boyfriend. Mm. And I hadn't prepared for what to do. No. No, you had to. Yeah. How to tap dance my way out of it. I was so convinced that she was going to be like, oh, sure, here's your, here's my number. But I didn't know what to say. So I, I remember I stood there for a few seconds. I said, oh, well, all right. Yep, and um, you have to run. And then, no, I should have run. Instead, I turned to her friend and I said, what about you? Yeah. <laughs> can, can I get some sloppy seconds instead? <laughs> <laughs> I did, I, and I tried to make it a bit, but it, I don't think it came across as a bit. I think they legit thought I was trying to just like, all <laughs> right, just well, trying yeah. to hook up with anyone. <laughs> so, yeah. And then, so since my locker wasn't too far from her for the rest of the school year, I had that, you know, I had well, to here- see her and feel the ridiculous embarrassment. I, I've, I've never asked out a chick, but I don't know if I've t- told this story on this podcast or a different podcast with Tad. But, like, basically, I would I would be in, like, high school uh, geology class. I was so dumb I had to take classes about rocks because that was, like, the least amount of homework they would give out. And so there were a bunch of jocks on one end and then, like, all the geeks on the other end and some girls in the middle. And I would hang out with the jocks because I could make them laugh. And then, basically, I, w- I was doing a bit for, like, three and a half months of me just doing pickup lines to, the like, a girl. And I really had no interest in the girl herself. I just wanted to make the jocks laugh. So this yeah. went on for, like, months and months. And then, finally, I guess the teacher pulled me aside, and he was like, well, this girl's very uncomfortable because she thinks that you're retarded and these jocks are bullying you. <laughs> no. And, no, this is a true story. I, I've heard variations of this story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before. There, there were so many teachers who thought I was mentally retarded. It was a regular occur- occurrence. It was awful. Well, I yeah. think I think that's something, your high school experience, that's for another that's Oh, that for could another be another episode. pod. Okay. Well, yeah, I got some be more cool episode. vacation stuff. Oh, well, yeah. Let's hear it. Okay. Uh, we went to a cabin resort called Grand Bear Lodge. Did you ever hear about this whenever you were here? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. That's right there. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's okay. okay. Uh, uh, Sean got married uh, there. Oh, okay. That was where his wedding was. Okay, okay. Well, here, after the Buckley vacation happened there, here's what happened. Uh, my brother used to be a lifeguard there, and they said he said that they had chlorine gas buildup that almost killed everyone in the building twice. They didn't fix that the first time. Yeah. Uh, a child got attacked by a wolf, and then a teacup <laughs> ride broke down and hospitalized seven different children. And then a pump fire. That was all fire. Grand, uh, Grand uh, what is it? Grand, Grand Bear? Bear Lodge, it's called. Uh, and then a pump fire burnt out most of the water park. So that's pretty much just in ruins at this point. Well, I remember the fire... Because uh, that was, what, a year or two ago, because uh, Sean and I were on the air doing our show. <laughs> oh, and it just happened live then? We ta- I, think we, I think we talked about it, or we, the, our, our news director brought it in. Yeah, you could, do some, were... like, you could do some cool bits. Like, if it's right by the water park, why don't they just wave their hands in the air and spray it with water? 
<laughs> but I remember, yeah, that yeah, I think that happened while we were on the air. So and, uh, one time we took a zoo trip while my brother was in a wheelchair because he broke his leg on a scooter. He was trying to do sco- cool scooter tricks. So then uh, I volunteered to push him around, but then I abandoned him in the rain because I didn't want to get wet. <sighs> and then also, here's the thing I noticed about zoos. Every single one of them, all the animals in there smell like a reincarnation of Gigi Allen. Like, what I don't does Gigi why... Allen smell like, Joe? Like shit, yeah. like human shit. Okay, so what, what was the point of bringing up Gigi Allen? You just wanted to mention Gigi Allen because he's no, edgy? No, it was a cool tidbit. There's no way you went to a zoo and said to yourself, wow, smells like Gigi Allen here. <laughs> no, 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 that was an a- observation I made you later piece of in life. Shit. I hate, you bring up Gigi Allen all the time. Yeah, well, I'm just, the podcasters don't know this is a brand new podcast. <laughs> I'm here's trying the to thing. do fun bits. No, you're not going to, okay, I'm going to put my foot down right now. You're not going to redo bits. What? From previous previous podcast. But Ryan, he's only got like three bits. <laughs> what do you expect of him? No! The reason we have to the reason we have the theme that we do is to try and pull out it's not for me, Joe, because I can tell you bits and stories. I can I, I am a fount of shit to talk yeah, about. So I can many talk, bits. But you wanted to talk about the same shit. So I'm trying to find new angles to get new conversational pieces out of you. Okay, so either okay. you know, you, you watch something you've never seen before or, or a, a story about your life that I haven't heard before. I've heard the Gigi Allen references, which are interesting because Gigi Allen comes from the world of music. And as episode three proved, you don't no, listen, I don't to, listen music. to music. I watched the so documentary your knowledge on of Gigi Allen begins and ends at either a documentary or one of the many forums you follow. <laughs> yeah. And so that's not interesting. Good regurgitation of other people's ideas and 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 references are not interesting because mm, you okay. have nothing to say about Gigi Allen. As a matter of fact, if I took a picture of Gigi Allen, <laughs> I and I took a pic- him and my dad, and I put it on the wall, and I took a picture of any other musician, any other punk rock musician, any other noise rock musician <laughs> from that era, from that era, uh, and put him next to there, I don't. I can't guarantee you'd be able to pick them out. No, I probably wouldn't. Actually, I, I Joe, know. you know what would be really interesting for one of these episodes? What's that? What's that? If you find another uh, another figure like Gigi Allen, some sort of counterculture, uh, in your face, edge edge lord uh, of the of the '80s, the '90s, the '70s. If you found somebody yeah. else and wanted to educate Ryan on them, oh, that might be oh. interesting. Okay, well, I'll have to keep that in mind. For yeah, the but podcast. you won't. Uh, yeah. I will have to keep that in the back of my mind. I can't guarantee what bits I'll do, what day, and what, how often. Yeah, Joe, Joe needs to work loose. That's how Joe yeah, works. Yeah, I'm loosey-goosey, baby. Okay. I took caffeine uh, Ryan, pills and ready to point. go. Case in point. <laughs> Joe comes into my house, very excited, starts talking before the doors open to tell me that he's got a great bit for the episode. And, I, of course, I roll my eyes, and then he mentions, how about I just say the plot of National Lampoon's Vacation and act like it was one of my own? And I'm like, well, you know, actually, that's not a bad idea. So we get down- I liked it, yeah. Yeah, we get downstairs, we start preparing, and I'm like, okay, so what are you going to say? He's like, well, I'm just going to do the, the synopsis of the plot. I'm like, okay, but what are you going to say? So he starts rattling off, and he immediately jumps to, and so me and my cousins are smoking pot, and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's been a long time since I've seen that fucking movie. There's I've seen a it lot once. that happens in that movie. And so I start, I'm like, you know what? Let's just pull up the synopsis. We'll go through it beat by beat. We don't need to do the whole thing. Let's just rewrite, you know, like the first couple chunks of it. And Joe immediately is turned off. He's like, oh, <laughs> I hate writing. So completely deflated. Much. So I was like, I'll do it for you. So I start reading out loud as I rewrite the first paragraph from the Wikipedia synopsis of the movie. And a- as I go along, five sentences, Ryan, rewriting it. He is just so disinterested by the end of it. And it's because he, he wants it to feel organic. Like I it do, comes I from do, him. I do. Joe, 
you didn't write the fucking movie National Lampoon's Vacation, so it's not your bit, period, anyway. Okay? <laughs> so, I, it's like just, all you have to do is regurgitate the plot as if it was your own, and Oh God! It was so it was so disheartening. I'm glad you stuck to the script. Okay. I'm glad you did. I'll give you props for that. You were mostly there in the delivery. You tried to make it seem somewhat organic. You okay. could have done better. Oh, okay. okay. But the, the fact that you just the moment I said, "Let me type out this thing," and you read it, and you're just like, "Ugh." <laughs> I hate writing so goddamn much. I hate it. I hate English class. Joe doesn't want to. Joe doesn't want to do the legwork. See, that's the thing is Joe doesn't want to do the legwork that most artists and broadcasters and personalities have to do. I understand, Joe, you want to be organic. You don't want it to sound rehearsed, especially when it's a conversational thing. And that's a great thing about the podcast format, you know, exploding in the recent years. Absolutely. Yeah, you can just against, do whatever. It goes against commercial broadcast, which is always about get in, get out. It's harder, uh, uh, you know, to have conversations in – in commercial radio or commercial broadcast, whereas podcasts, it's up. You got to do whatever you can do you want. anything you, have, you want. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's amazing. You have a four hour, you know, you can babble on four hours if you want. You know, I listen, the I, is, yeah, I listen the to a podcast called like Come Town. That couldn't be mm -hmm. a thing on radio. The, but at the same time, Joe, you have to have some sort of preparation. If you're not a quick on your feet thinker, and Joe, I don't mean this in a in a negative <laughs> sure, way. Sure, sure, I understand what you're, you're saying. You're not super duper quick. Well, you've no, no, got no. a you've got it may sound like you're quick to people that are new to you but people that have known you for several years like like we have you recycle things sometimes you, I do, I do. it'll be gg allen maybe instead of referencing gg allen you'll do the same joke but you'll say divine uh instead or you'll say you know you, you'll you'll pick three or four people no, no, i understand what you're saying i'm surprised you haven't started uh researching the club kids phenomenon of the 80s and a lot a lot of weirdos in there that whole party monster scene um and referencing some of those guys because yeah, some yeah. of those guys are pretty infamous well yeah here's but, i mean here's the thing i'd say i i'd like to say i'm quick it's just that the words sometimes don't come out right so that that hinders me in terms of what i can say but the fact that your attitude towards doing even a few seconds of prep even five minutes of prep show joe that you know you're i, I you're just you're, well, I mean, it, you're not you're not there. It you're depends. not there yet. You could be there. You're not there yet because you don't want to do even a little bit of prep. I get prep's a drag. Nobody likes to do it. Even radio people, uh, it, it it can be a bit of a drag. But it has to be done so you at least have some semblance of structure or an idea of where to go. But then you're organic, so you leave it open. So in case that's the thing, in case you may have a bit in mind and you may have a punchline in mind, but if it doesn't get there naturally, you have to also let it go. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, yeah, that's, I mean, I've got like 10 lines a minute coming out, and then if the moment <laughs> passes, you just got to let it pass. Right, right. You, let it, uh, you know what I think is going on go. in his brain right now? Is as you're saying this, Joe, Joe, I'm sure I'm going to take a stab in the dark. I think what you'd, what your response to Ryan would have been, yeah, but Ryan, if I had pre written a bit, we wouldn't be doing the bit that I actually want to do, which is you lecturing me about being prepared. <laughs> yeah, see, this is this all is a in, great this bit. Is all this is great radio, Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought of this. I thought of all of this. No, you didn't. Yeah, I'm the puppet master. God. <laughs> yeah, if you shove stuff up your ass. I do not have yeah. wooden beams up my ass. That's not the kind of puppeting I do. God, yeah. Joe, don't go that <laughs> that thick. Four by four is up there. <laughs> I got a two by four, not puppetry. a four by four. Joe knows so much about puppetry. He's like, oh, it's all two by fours, right? Yeah. Ah, even, even though you've literally had a puppet next to you and you 
more, you know more about puppetry than probably 90% of uh, Americans just for the sheer fact that you've had yeah, Dr. Erlenmeyer. next to one, yeah. Yeah, so you and Lone have some experience with a puppet. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. You're like, ah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, yeah, lo- no, no, I, I, I love marinara. I'm acting next to a puppet. Mate. <laughs> Joe, oh my God, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to fucking bleep that because he, <laughs> Joe, he is going to murder you. No, he won't. Oh, oh no, he won't. I'm not afraid Lord. of that. Joe, he will fucking murder your ass. No, I don't think so. I would never want to piss this guy off. Well, hey, he's over a state away. I'm safe and sound in my basement. What are you fucking talking about? He's a, he's a, like 60 minutes away. Oh, well, I, I knew he was a drive away. Uh, oh, Joe, uh, Ryan, Joe just pissed a little bit. No! I bet he did. I, did I bet he did. Of me. I'm not afraid. Joe's weird because he pissed a little bit, but he was also getting erect. He kind of pissed through a boner a little bit. That's impossible. So th- <laughs> Folks, that is completely impossible. Don't listen to these liars. You cannot pee with Joe- a boner. They're lying. <laughs> Joe, you know, doesn't want to get beat up by me, but the, also the idea of making- The idea of it turns me on steely, a little. Steely muscles touching him, yes. even in a violent, vicious manner- Kind of gets him a little worked up. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No, and that's okay, Joe. Don't, that's don't okay. spill the baby oil all over me. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no, please don't pop me in the mouth. I might come. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, I think that's a good uh Well, here, I do have one more vacation it. story if you want Jesus it. Jesus Christ. One more bit. Okay, let's hear the other yeah, bit. We I mean, just I talked prepared. about when we all talked about when the steam runs out, but go ahead, throw another bit. All right, so uh, I was a Boy Scout as a kid, so we would go on week-long camping vacations without my family, right? So uh, my nickname while I was a Boy Scout was Pyro, because anytime I saw a fire, I would start poking at it with a stick and then take the stick out and walk around the campsite with it. Okay. And then there was a cool older Scoutmaster, right, who he never touched us in any way, but he did teach us how to say fuck and to piss on the campfire, so that was pretty cool of him. Okay. Yeah, one time I brought a thing of worms to go fishing with and accidentally left them in my backpack for the whole trip. So my tent just smelled of, like, <laughs> rotted dirt. Yeah. And then, stink. Yeah, yeah. I really liked whittling because you could take a stick and sharpen one end into a spear. Whittling? Whittling. <laughs> I do not wheedle. Joe has a, Joe has a, is a problem with, with uh, I, uh vow- I, I went to speech therapy as a child. Yeah, they all look yes. the same to him. <laughs> and then also I, I would eat around 10 Choco Tacos each week at the camp store. Oh, I bet you did. So wait, <laughs> hey, wait, wait, good. did you have to go purchase those? Yeah, yeah, you got to buy them. Oh, yeah. So your your mom loaded you up with like a $20 bill. And I was eating good. I they was were eating like a buck 10, of pop and... 15 Choco Tacos every week. Jesus. And they didn't stop you? No, no, no one stopped me as a child. That's why I'm the way I am. Uh, they gave up on Joe. That's why they. That's why they had the other two. He yeah, I'm 300 pounds. I'm antisocial. I keep <laughs> throwing fireworks at back of buildings. <laughs> and and you know, and to this day, you're uh, still a Choco Taco guy. And that that doesn't even like really sound like a vacation. It's a vacation. I, I got to go on a vacation without my family. It was fun back then. I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't know if I'd count that as vacation. I. I see. What you should have done is saved your whole uh, scouts thing for a whole bit. Well, we could do another about about the yeah. shaping of your youth. I mean, like that's that's like. A, that's a big I thing for a lot that. of kids. A lot of boys growing up was was being in the Boy oh, Scouts, yeah, and not yeah. because Boy some Scouting of them were molested, huge. but because they learned a lot of valuable things about survival and how to yeah, work about together. Not being touched by the scoutmasters, it's a and, great organization. And all you learned was that at, at camp, uh, Choco Tacos are dirt cheap, <laughs> and I can <laughs> you can afford to buy like a hundred of them. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was a great experience. And my whole thing here with Joe is, I think the the reason sometimes with Joe, I want to I tr- when he tells the story after he's told the story, I try to think to myself. What was the purpose in his mind for that story? Why he chose that story? And I feel that while the Chaco Taco story is fine and and it's I, I believe it wholeheartedly, he wants to talk about camp just so he can constantly make reference to camp molesting. No, no, I absolutely agree. Not. That is, yeah, 
that I feel if it was a wholesome story or even just a goofy story, I, I feel you might have waited longer on that one because, well, there's no way I can reference uh, molestation or any sort of, uh, you know, offensive uh, eyebrow raising content. Uh. Well, hey, it's it's not my fault they moved the pedophiles around camps. <laughs> Ain't my fault. Pe- I wasn't a scoutmaster. The pedal files. They got a. <laughs> yeah. They got a whole section of, yeah, yeah, of yeah. files the, the on the pedophiles, sir. The bikes with the good pedals and the bikes with the metal pedals that scratch yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to know where all the bikes are and where all the pedals are, so they have a whole section well, of the yeah, office yeah, called the pedal screaming. files. They were screaming. They were screaming that at him, and I'm like, I'm not on a bike. Where are you shouting at me for? That's organic, Joe. Okay, thank you, thank you. That's organic. I tried. No, I'm thinking, oh, what I did was there. Oh, oh, okay. well, I. Uh, hey, listen, I can take a compliment like the best of them. You could take other people's yeah, compliments. Yeah, take the compliment. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I could steal it. But you can't take a nutrition plan. Well, I will not take, take vitamin that. gummies. I hate them so much. Flintstones vitamins, you can go fuck yourselves. You need to start taking a one a day. You I... need to start taking a, a, a big boy vitamin every well, day. Uh, what's that yogurt that like Jamie Lee Curtis eats so she has good shitties? Activia. Okay, maybe I'll start eating some of that. I don't know. Well, yeah, you should. Okay, okay. Anyway, so there you go. There, there you have it. Episode four of uh, the man with no brain. And, hell yeah, hell yeah, baby. We got four in the bag. And here's the thing I forgot to mention earlier. If you enjoy what you hear uh, here, there's a lot more craziness with Joe and and a whole lot of other folks over at our main channel, Malevolent Movies. There is a six-episode web series called The Benevolent Buckley Show, which is, we were talking about that puppet earlier. That's part of that show. Yeah, yeah, we got full-on puppet action in that series. Go check it out. There's a movie review show, a video movie review show uh, called Malevolent Movies. Uh, There's also Malevolent Matinee. And there is uh, Midnight Myths and Mysteries, where Joe and Trevor try to unravel some uh, different urban legends and mysteries that exist. Mostly just Bigfoots. We, 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 we keep getting hung up on the Bigfoot, the big feet. Well, Joe likes feet. He likes big, hairy feet. He's a foot <laughs> yeah, guy. Joe just wants to talk about his dad. Oh, yeah. God, I wish I was fucking a hobbit now. And then also uh, Clash of the Commentaries, where you can actually watch a movie with Joe and I. And it usually turns into just yelling and We've had some fun ones. Yeah, we've had Verbal some good abuse, ones there. Mostly I, I really like the Jaws 2 one we did. That was a fun one. Yeah, so if you like any of that stuff, by all means, head on over to um, Malevolent Movies. Uh, like it. Hit the bell icon so you can get notifications. And do the same here with The Man With No Brain. And share it if you like it. Share it on your social media. Share it. Tell your grandma. Tell your yeah, dad. Instagram it. Instagram it. Who knows what? Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not up on what all these kids are doing. Make vines. Make vines of the yeah. content. I don't know. Make I a, don't know what to do. Make a TikTok of you shaking your head, listening to Joe say awful things. Ah, Ty, Tyler M, stop pulling up videos of <laughs> men with penises in their ass, winging their penises back and forth to the tune of you spin me right round, right round, baby, right round. Yeah, Joe, that is the second time that has happened and the thir- on this podcast. And it's the third time Joe's got a boner on this podcast. So. And, and now there is a picture of a woman shitting on her own face in a tub. You could call her a tub girl. See how excited Joe gets when he gets to talk, Phil. Well, it's fun. It's hey, fun. There's something actually, wrong with Phil. brought that up. Share this to a psychologist. You know any psychiatrists, psychology, fuck it, psychology majors even. Uh, share <laughs> this. Intern. Share this. Share this. Intern. And uh, and have them analyze Joe. Have them analyze me. I don't give a shit. But specifically, have them analyze Joe, and try to come up with. Uh, I'd love to hear a thesis of some sort. And by all means, uh, leave a comment or if you're going to do it, and let us know. We'll get in touch Absolutely. with you. Absolutely. Do and, you flip burgers at McDonald's? Come on the show and tell us what's wrong with Joe. <laughs> hey, I don't mind. Hey, I'm, we'd be glad to have a guest. We could do whatever. I don't know. Are you I an mean, optometrist? Come and look at Joe's eyes when he doesn't have his glasses on. Tell us what's wrong. <laughs> I know <laughs> what's wrong no with my life eyes. In I'm there. farsighted. <laughs> one of those, no, no, eye, one of those I, eyes I doesn't do anything. 
<laughs> I need somebody on this podcast to take a look at my feet because my toenails are just falling off. Oh, you got you I had athlete's foot? No, no, I peel them. I peel oh. my nails. Well, we're... I need them off. I can't have them on my body. It might be psychosis. I don't know. But I, I just need my skin to not be on my body. Yeah, well, well, that's something we'll talk about later because I remember. <laughs> okay, that could be a different. I remember episode. you were Tyler saw you eating your hair. <laughs> Yes. And he saw you eat your they, own skin in the rear view mirror. That happened, And yes, that wasn't a bit because you didn't realize that it was looking at you. The, the man with no skin and hair. Bodies, that may be something I do with mine. Joe actually, Joe's one of the only people in the world whose caloric intake in, consists of his own body. Just cat hair? Yeah. He's 100% fuel efficient. I go around licking my kitties. <laughs> He's going to start doing urine looping next. Oh. I did try my own urine. It wasn't half bad. Okay. Well, there okay, you go. Like I said, everybody. See you next episode, people. Yeah. Thanks for, uh, thanks for tuning in again. Hit that icon. Hit the, uh, the like button and uh, we'll talk yeah, to you yeah, yeah. next time uh, when we return with the man with no brain oh yeah baby oh joe buckley